So no overseas fans allowed at the Beijing Olympics. Okay. How about we just don't have a Beijing Olympics? Remember, it was 2020 when we were supposed to have the Summer Olympics, but that got delayed because of COVID. So now we had them in 2021. Now we'll have the Winter Olympics in Beijing in 2022. But no one should be participating in a Beijing Olympics because it's the communist Chinese who torture their own people. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. That is the number. Feel free to call in. 833-GOT-TONY. This is uh, the IOC saying that only fully vaccinated participants would be exempt from a 21-day quarantine. So that means that people who want to go and they're not fully vaccinated three weeks by yourself before you can uh, join the games. But if you have a justified medical exemption, then uh, then your case will be considered. No, it, it won't. The amount of posturing this is from the Chinese is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Now, this has got announced by the IOC, but of course, this is China making this decision. Oh, we take COVID very seriously, very serious. After we gave it to you, we took COVID very seriously, very, very seriously. Harump, harump, harump. This is... This is silly. We really should not have an Olympic Games in China. I mean, if they want to continue to spend the money and, you know, the Olympics is about putting yourself on the world stage, uh, they're more than, than, than welcome to. But if this past Olympics was any bit of a, of a, of a marker, of a telltale, it doesn't look like they're going to have a good time for the Winter Olympics. Speaking of telltale, something to keep an eye on. Is this election... In Virginia, between Yonkin, Glenn Yonkin, the Republican, and Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat, I cannot begin to describe to you exactly how bad things are going for Terry McAuliffe because of this debate that just took place, talking about schools and talking about parents. Veto books, Glenn, not to be knowledge about it, also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. You vetoed it. So, yeah, I stopped the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. You know, I get really tired. I don't think parents should be telling schools what to teach. Parents can't take uh, books out of the library. Parents aren't in charge. They have to just do what the school tells them. I don't know if it means that Terry McAuliffe will win re-election. He was governor at one time, longtime Clintonista. I'm not saying that. I am saying that this couldn't play worse if he tried. How did his opponent respond when he said that? I don't know if his opponent heard it at the time. It didn't seem like Yonkin uh, jumped on it. I don't actually have that, that audio. I mean, I would have. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes the soundbite is so great. Just leave it be. Just leave it be. You know, don't, you know it, it, it plays itself. There are already ads running and, and, and everything else with it. But this is exactly, you know, the people fighting school districts and school boards all across the country and school boards like, oh, you're so rude. Oh, you're so mean. Why are you so aggressive? This is why. This is why. It's real anger and hate out there, but it comes from, see, 
this is where people get kind of lost. It doesn't come from the idea that they just want to attack you. That's not it. I know a lot of people have been making a lot of this this statement from uh, Matt Walsh. Now, Matt Walsh is over at Daily Wire. He does a podcast. I've never met Matt Walsh, but I've been familiar with his his work. Um, I'm not I'm not a fan. And he could do his thing, and that's it. That's fine. And there are things he has said that I think is right. Things they said I think is totally wrong. He is in Loudoun County, Virginia, and they actually tried to keep him from speaking. So I think I think he's got family that lives there, and his kids go to school there. I don't know if he specifically lives there. And so they decided because his kids go to school there, but he may not have lived there. He couldn't speak at the event, or at you know at a, at a school board meeting. And so he's like, well, screw you. So he rented a place. <laughs> so now he's in, in Loudoun County. And so he gets called to the microphone and just unloads. Now, he's unloading on a couple of things. He's unloading on the idea of, of uh, mandates, and he's unloading on the idea uh, that in, in the schools there, they all, they all want to be super woke. And one of the super woke things is the idea that somehow boys are girls and girls are boys getting into the whole transgender insanity. Because it is insanity. So they call him to the microphone. I would thank you all for allowing me to speak to you tonight, but you tried not to allow it, yet here I am. Now, you only give us 60 seconds, so let me get to the point. You are all child abusers. You prey upon impressionable children and indoctrinate them into your insane ideological cult, a cult which holds many fanatical views, but none so deranged as the idea that boys are girls and girls are boys. By imposing this vile nonsense on students to the point even of forcing young girls to share locker rooms with boys, you deprive these kids of safety and privacy and something more fundamental, too, which is truth. If education is not grounded in truth, then it is worse. Worthless. Worse, it is poison. You are poison. You are predators. I can see why you try to stop us from speaking. You know that your ideas are indefensible. You silence the opposing side because you have no argument. You can only hide under your beds like pathetic little gutless cowards hoping we shut up and go away. But we won't. I promise you that. Thank you for your time, and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Now, some people hear that, and they're like, yeah! I hear that, I'm like, I agree. Here's my question. What is it that we're trying to get accomplished? I'm that guy. I want to know what it is we're trying to get accomplished. I don't disagree that there are times where you just got to deliver it. They have to know. They have to hear it. Outside of Indianapolis is the city of Carmel. And in Carmel, Indiana, the school board has said, oh, we don't have public comments. You're not going to have public comments? Oh, no. The people have been, have been very, very rude. So some people have, have been talking about books in the library that are, that are pornographic, and some people have been very upset with mask mandates. And there's a story. A guy brought a gun. He wasn't waving the gun around or anything like that. He sat down, the gun fell out of his pocket. He got arrested. Don't put a gun in your pocket. People are like, oh, my gosh, this is so scary. It wasn't scary at all. If you're afraid of a gun... There's something wrong with you. If you think that it's wrong that a gun falls out of somebody's pocket, I agree with you. 
But they want to use this as a way of saying, oh, we can't have public comments. As a matter of fact, we're going to set up new rules, new important rules for how to engage comment. No loud voices. Mm, no, no shaking your fist. Oh, no signs. No intimidation of any kind. What's intimidating? What are you talking about intimidation? I don't believe in intimidation. But if I tell you that if you think it's okay for boys and girls to sh share the same locker room, you're wrong and you're a child abuser, that's not intimidation, that's fact. That is fact, by the way. You've heard us discuss this on the show many times. The people who believe uh, that men are women and women are men and think that kids can make this decision for themselves are child abusers. They are abusers of children. No child can make this decision. I don't want to hear it. Although you're more than willing to, to share the conversation with me, I will listen. Meaning I don't want to hear it in that you're not going to not only convince me, you are proactively supporting child abuse. If you think that a 14-year-old should be able to take hormones or get surgeries to change their physical appearance to butcher themselves, you're a child abuser. That's all there is. Now, I do believe that these conversations need to be had. But the, the idea of just going to a school board meeting just to light them up, to me, is nonsensical. It has to be followed up with action. Now, maybe the point here is that I have to find out what their actions are. What are they doing to get people elected to the school board? You know these people, are, they're, they're, they're stunned. They're shocked that, that people now want to run and be a part of this. Let's make sure we understand what the real story here is. Parents for years just handed their children over and said, here you go, educate them. And they went about their lives assuming everything was fine. But what they learned is that everything wasn't fine. And it happened slowly, and it happened over time. But sure enough, they said, wait a second, my kid is just this messed up thing. My kid is being told that they're guilty of being an oppressor. They haven't done anything wrong. My kid is being told they're being oppressed. No, they're not. My kid is being subjugated. My kid is being told that somehow if they don't accept this idea of gender this and gender that, as a matter of fact, they're being told that only if you're gender this and gender that are you somebody who's really self-actualized. Don't you want to be different? Don't you want to be special? Don't you want to express yourself? How do you feel? That's your gender. And we don't want this. And they said, hey, we don't want this. And the school board said, I'm sorry, you talking to us? And then the parents said, we don't want this. And the school board said, oh, we're the experts. We'll take care of this. And the teacher unions, they all followed suits. We're the experts. Oh, you know, you know, why should parents have a say in their child's education? After all, we're the experts. Parents don't know. We're the experts. We'll decide what, what's happening. And the parents said, hey, 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 this is garbage. Cut it out. And the school board said, oh, you're threatening us. Ooh. And they got the vapors. I assume they went like this. Ooh. I don't know if that's actually a noise ever made in the wild, but I made it right here. Ooh. This is what they did. And the school boards went nuts. How dare you? Who do you think you are? And then it was the screams of racism. What in the world is racism? Racism, bigotry, blah, 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 blah. And what the parents said is, oh, yeah, we don't care what you call us. 
We don't care. They're our kids. We're really willing to fight you. And remember, parents got called racist over being opposed to critical race theory and anti-racism, both of which are bigotry. The people who defend critical race theory in the schools are ridiculous, ridiculous people. No, that's wrong. I said that wrong. I apologize. The people who defend critical race theory in the schools are bigots. The people who claim that critical race theory isn't being taught in the schools are ridiculous, ridiculous people. This happens all the time. Oh, critical race theory, that's just... That's just on the college level. It's just a theory about how race and racism under undergirds everything in society. It doesn't. Uh, but that, and that's what it's not being taught in the schools. And you, you know, you've never been able to show that's taught in the schools. I've got video after video of teachers saying we teach critical race theory. I've got people who've responded to me, man, if we talk more critical race theory, everything would be better. And part of it is, is they lie. Oh, you don't want critical race theory taught. Hmm, you must not want to teach about slavery. I want to teach the good, the great, the bad, and the ugly of American history. Critical race theory is an attack on people. It's telling them that there's oppressed and oppressors. It's making people believe that they are guilty for their existence. I want no part of this. And we, as parents, don't want part of this for our kids. So we put it under the umbrella of critical race theory, whether it's anti-racism or a host of other things. Anti-racism is bigotry. And Ibram Kendi... Uh, the guy who created, no, he didn't create this nonsense, but popularized this nonsense. I mean, he's a bigot. He is what he is what he is. I mean, we're not really into the, 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 the deniable kind of space. Yeah, I don't want this stuff taught to my kids. And yes, I'm absolutely willing to fight against it. I mean, Ibram Kendi is the kind of guy who says things uh, like like this. Uh, somehow, people of color uh, don't have uh, access to vaccines. And so, as a result, it's hard to say. Uh, uh, but what I will say is, to me, the actual problem isn't the vaccine mandates. The actual problem is when you actually study those particularly black and Latinx people who aren't vaccinated, you actually talk to them, we're finding that uh, a lack of accessibility to the vaccine for a whole host of reasons is actually leading to them having a lower rate, while with white Americans, it's more or less the result of their political ideology. The idea that people don't have access to a vaccine because of the color of their skin would first fly in the face of what's happening in New Hampshire, where people were denied vaccines because they were white. And secondly, show me the data point. Or just throw racism in there one more time. Uh, But then again, it is Democrats in power, so maybe you got a point. So parents fighting back is extremely important. It's valuable. I'm proud of them. I'm one of them. You may very well be as well. But as long as you are working on the part two, replacing those people on the school boards, going to every meeting, actually discussing the issues as opposed to calling them names. Don't get me wrong, they're wrong, and they have to be told so. They're elected officials. They shouldn't necessarily be comfortable. I didn't say you should attack anybody. I didn't say you should threaten anybody. You should not do either one of those things. You shouldn't. But let them know you're not happy damn straight, and then take their job. There has to be the part two. You gotta have a focus you got to have a plan. I'm Tony Katz.